May 2021, the number of migrants crossing the U.S. southern border was higher than it's been in two decades. According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, over 180,000 migrants were apprehended, a 78% increase since February. Included in that number, almost 14,000 unaccompanied children needing care. Well, Steve, Catholic Charities of Dallas is watching what's unfolding on the border very closely because many 3,000 Catholics and other people of faith signed a pledge to express solidarity with those in the caravan seeking asylum in the United States. The Catholic Democrat says if elected to the presidency, he says that he plans to expand access to abortion. Yes, we need to eat the babies under the skin. need to eat the babies under the Exactly who is it that is in charge of our borders? It is not the Republicans, it is not the Democrats, it is not right, it is not left. It is the agents of darkness that have been running behind the scenes the world for a thousand years. Our borders are in the hands of Jesuits. Whether you are a Bible believer or simply a person of wisdom and some perception, it is clear that there is indeed an unseen hand. There are forces at work, sometimes directly and sometimes indirectly, that shape events and bring them to a conclusion that suits the God of this world and the darkness that reigns. The proverbial pyramid of power topped with the all-seeing eye may be the best way to describe the way that the forces are actually organized, the way in which they operate, and how they infiltrate and propagate their religion and worship of Lucifer himself. There are, of course, on the lower rung of the ladders, those that know very little. There are lower ends of the pyramid where people simply operate by politics and ideology. But at the highest end, at the levels that are beyond our imagination, forces, groups, and people who are in direct contact with the powers of darkness, these are the people that are running the world. These people are simply fleshly mechanisms being used by the interdimensional principalities and rulers of darkness to carry out a satanic will. Behind all things are the whisperers, the murmurers in the dark that Ford, the agenda, and eventually the plan, Satan. And in the darkest region of the cavernous maze of sin and sinister treachery, behind all of it is the Catholic Church, and particularly the Jesuits. More than we can ever imagine, and more than the popular mind would like to imagine, the Jesuits rule with power, deep behind the scenes, but with influence beyond all imagination. Are the Jesuits really that powerful? Uh, are they really that dangerous? Or is this simply a radical ideology remnant of the Reformation? Could it be that such a group could move the world from behind the scenes? Or are they simply a figment of lore, the boogeyman that we Protestants like to pick on from time to time? While some simply scoff and go on, there are some, in fact, pretty amazing people in history who have thought indeed that the Jesuits were and are
the most dangerous people on earth. They themselves tend to think pretty highly of themselves. It is not just the enemies of the Jesuits, but the Jesuits themselves who seem to believe, rightfully or wrongfully, that they are indeed the masters of this world. In 1720, Michele Angelo Tumberini, then general of the Jesuits, said to the Duke of Brancas, quote, see my lord from this room, from this room I govern not only Paris, but China, not only China, but the whole world, without anyone knowing it or understanding how tis managed. What is amazing is that this power that we see being wielded by the Jesuits is not just a political power, but a sexual perversion that always seems to attend wherever they go. There is an article written by Arjun Walia entitled, The Highest Ranking Vatican Officials Convicted for Child Sex Abuse. Here is just one example of a case. In brief, the facts are as following. High-ranking Vatican officials, Cardinal George Pell and others, have been convicted on five counts of sexual abuse of children. He has now, at the time of the writing of this article, become the most senior official ever to be found guilty, serving as an advisor to the Pope, Pope Benedict and Pope Francis. He is, in fact, one of the Vatican's most powerful officials. After Pell was found guilty, the judge ordered all Australian media outlets at the time to desist from reporting the news about it. This is another classic example of media censorship, something we have all become very familiar with these days. They censored them because they wanted, quote unquote, to stem the awareness of the fact that Pell was actually found guilty. News media outside of Australia also complied with the gag order, supposedly out of a concern that their Australian companies could be subje subjected to contempt of court penalties. Well, this should come as no surprise. The media is not just a local media, it is a global mainstream media. And it is a global mainstream media that is owned by the same small group of people who seem to be in a panic over the popularity of independent and alternative news sources. The New York Times is a perfect example. They made no mention of Pell's conviction, and they were an outlet that gave a large amount of coverage regarding the allegations against him. Perhaps, the article states, mainstream media outlets only wanted to share the results if he was found not guilty. The Times' most recent story on the matter, as reported by the Washington Post, said that the Vatican had removed Pell and other cardinals from the Council of Advisors selected by the Pope and that Pell had been, quote, implicated in a sexual abuse case. However, it did not report the outcome of the case. Just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to these kind of crimes. What Pell has been found guilty of is most likely just the very beginning. We are talking about a man, the article states, who has been a part of the close conglomerate of elites that represent the Vatican publicly. It's not so far-fetched to assume that all of the highest-ranking officials, including the Pope, participate in this type of activity. This kind of perversion has gone on for thousands of years in the highest-ranking caverns of power and religion. In fact, in 2015, a lawyer by the name of Ulrich Weber uncovered or reported that 
For 30 years, there was a reign of terror as boys in the choir, run by Benedict XVI's elder brother, approximately 600 boys, with a high degree of plausibility, were indeed victims of sexual and physical abuse. The report identified 500 specific cases of physical abuse, 67 cases of sexual abuse committed by a total of 49 priests in position of power within the church. It was only a few months ago at the writing of this article when Carlo Maria Viagno, former apostolic Nunizio to the United Nations and Secretary General of the Governor of Vatican City, implicated multiple church officials, including Pope Francis, in sexual abuse. Well, one has to ask, where is the law enforcement in all of this? Well, the fact is that the law enforcement agencies do as they are told. And they simply do not have the power or the wherewithal, or maybe they have been infiltrated themselves. Here is a recent article about a retired police detective with over 25 years of service in the investigation of child abuse. As he explains, who is involved in this ring and how it continues to operate while all serious investigations get shut down. Detective Chief Inspector Peter Fox, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure, Tony. Um, let's start with how you got so frustrated and angry that you're publicly challenging the New South Wales Premier. Now, your letter to Premier O'Farrell begins like this. I've investigated so many sexual assaults in 30 years of policing that I've lost count I've seen the worst society can dredge up, particularly the evil of pedophilia within the Catholic Church. What is the worst of it? Oh, Tony, I think most people would be uh, absolutely uh, crumpled up in tears to hear it. Um, just some examples of uh, what I've sat and listened to is that uh, one young boy at the uh, hands of... Some of these stories, in fact, some of the statements that you've taken from witnesses, victims, um, so upset uh, a DPP solicitor that she simply couldn't go on with the case. Is that one of these? That was one of those cases. And again, that was a solicitor that had dealt with uh, many cases of uh, sexual abuse. But the details and the, uh, the graphic images that were conveyed in those statements so upset her. And, uh, um, she was well known to me. She rang me up and uh, apologised profusely but said, I just cannot stay with this case. Um, I just can't handle it. Now, as we digress from the article, let's remind ourselves exactly what is happening at the border with the children. I know we've kind of moved on and we've got the new Delta variant of the coronavirus and I know we've got Joe Biden and his many gaffes and all of the things going on, the price of wood and all of this. but there is still a travesty taking place at the border. And while the news media has moved on and the nation's attention has moved on, the tragedy is still happening. What is going on at the border and how interconnected is the Catholic presence? We have a Catholic-driven Supreme Court who favored a Catholic president who was not truly elected, we think. And there are hundreds of thousands of Catholics crossing the border, and now we have children being pumped into the pipeline. And no one seems to care. You got a car seat for them? You got a car seat? Where are you taking these kids? That's illegal. You 
get in traffic, actually. Oh, those where, kids where are going to get hurt. Do you have a car seat? Actually, let you go. How is this, how is this Christian? Hey, we need the police over here. They got a bunch where of kids without their car seats. You're violating Texas law. Who, who, who is this right here? Hey, you got no comments. You got those children in there illegally. You're about to run a human being over. Hey, you got those you? children in there. Who are you? You got who those smuggled you? children illegally. Who are you? Where are you taking these You're children? smuggling children. Are you a part of You got to be legally in that vehicle. You're not a part of this organization? Who are you? Where are you we taking these kids? Where, Where are you taking them these in kids? In the back of there without children. Where are seat? you taking these kids? Identify this is the massive are. smuggling. This is literally human smuggling. These are children. Where are you taking these kids? And now, sir, where are you taking these kids? They don't even have car seats. Sir, their seat belts, their seat belts aren't even on. Where are you taking lost. these children? Sir, identify yourself. Who are you? Who do you work for? Are you a part of this organization? So you don't know where these kids are going? No, no, they they came from over there. They're not being checked for COVID. So you don't know who you're for? Call the police. We need to call the police right now. I want to know where these kids are going. You are violating state law. You have children. They're not going there. You're not making any sense, sir. Identify yourself. Who are you? Kids out of that back, man. If somebody rear ends you, those kids are going to get hurt. Who are these kids? Where did you get them from? going on, not just political power, not just perverted power, but is there a satanic power at play? Another article states it this way, quote, there is also the matter of Satanism being practiced within the Vatican, an institution which is devoted to quote unquote God in appearance only. Satanism and ritual abuse that utilize children go hand in hand. That which is exposed in public is rarely the worst of it. This stuff, one writer says, goes far beyond mere pedophilia and sexual abuse, but into torture as well as murder. Ceremonial magic, sorcery, and more are all practiced and are a source of power and energy among those that believe in the Luciferian power. It was what one knowledgeable churchman called the superforce. An oblique reference to an enthronement ceremony by Satanists within the Vatican. It is very widespread, some people believe. Incidents of satanic pedophilia, rites and practices are documented among certain bishops and priests as widely dispersed as Turin in Italy and South Carolina in the United States. The cultic acts of satanic pedophilia are considered by professionals to be the culmination of the fallen archangel's rites. On multiple occasions, some insiders like Father Malachi Martin have actually spoken out against Satanism being the predominant practice within the Vatican. But it's not as if the Pope and the powers that be are hiding it. No, in fact, they have it in plain sight for anyone that dares to see. One case in point is what is called the Pope's audience hall. It is an architectural masterpiece that brings to the very front of the imagination all that is satanic. There are the very eyes of the serpent, the head of the serpent, the seat and the throne where Satan himself may one day sit. And let us not forget the souls which appear to be seeking, clawing, 
desiring to escape the sorrows. And then there is the supposed sculpture of Jesus, except that the head of Jesus resembles the head of a serpent. Too much to believe? See for yourself. Look at the pictures and tell me these are mere coincidences. Is it merely a coincidence that as soon as the Catholic president takes office, the border of America is literally brought down? I don't think so. And quite frankly, neither do the Jesuits. In a news release from Rome, the president of the Pontifical Council for Interreligious Dialogue said that the Vatican will continue, quote, pursuing diplomatic relations with China following the renewal of the 2018 Sino-Vatican Accord on the naming of bishops in China. Quote, what we hope is that this openness continues, that this long process continues, because in a globalized world, there are no differences and there should be no borders. Those are the words of Cardinal Miguel Angel Ayuso. What the Vatican hopes for is an openness, he stated, that allows us to make a step forward. Vatican Cardinal in a globalized world where there are no borders. That is the goal of the Jesuits. The end times are here. They aren't coming. They are here. And the powers of satanic forces are real. But they're not real in the sense of dancing on stage with Metallica or uh, teenagers dancing around a bonfire somewhere. They're not the silly movie kind of a satanic power. No, these powers are clothed in black with rosaries in one hand and swords in another. Whether you believe it or not, they do. They are the figurehead. They are the leaders of the world, the movers behind the scenes. They are the followers of the man himself, Ignatius Loyola. And he, in fact, told you that this dark day was coming. What moves the world? What moves the world is not political power. What moves the world is not even a psychological or philosophical power. What moves the world is a satanic religious power in which one day everyone must take a mark to verify that they worship. And behind all of that religious power is a small group of men able to move a massive world known as the Jesuits. The fact of the matter is the Jesuits have been very ecstatic, especially now that they have their boy Biden in office. In his campaign, Biden made much of the fact that he was a professed Roman Catholic. He made videos about his, quote, faith. He quoted Pope Francis and spoke of the lovely nuns that he knew. Of course, I'm sure that they were lovely. These were all lies, in fact, and even the outrage currently of the Catholic Church against Biden because of abortion is all designed. The fact of the matter is, it is all utterly fraudulent. It is a fraudulent candidate, a fraudulent president, a fraudulent outrage against a fraudulent Catholic. They care nothing about that whatsoever. All they care about is power. On the morning of his election, Joe Biden spoke with His Holiness Pope Francis. The president-elect at the time thanked His Holiness for extending blessings and congratulations and noted his appreciation for His Holiness's leadership in promoting peace, reconciliation, and the common bonds of humanity around the world. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's amazing, stunning. 
how all of a sudden the Democrats, who generally have no time for religion and in fact quite frequently mock religious belief, openly now spoke of Francis as his holiness. Of course, if Francis had called Trump to congratulate him, the Democrats would have scathingly referred to him simply as Francis or the Pope. But when he called to congratulate Biden, now he is reverently referred to as his holiness. The statement went on to state that the president-elect expressed his desire to work together on the basis of shared belief in the dignity and equality of all humankind. Well, that is exactly what's going on at the border. It is a shared belief. It is a shared belief between postmodernists, deconstructionists, Marxists, and the driving, organizing principle of them all, the Jesuits. So as stated earlier, we are living in very, very dangerous times. We have very, very dangerous and bad people in power. We used to talk during the era of Trump about the deep state. Then maybe we should be talking about the deep religion, the puppets of power behind the scenes who play the tune to which we dance. Here we are at the end of this dispensation, and what we are seeing is the great whore is riding the beast a little bit higher these days. The court is Catholic. The White House is Catholic. Mainstream Christianity is ever more Catholic. The media is Catholic. And the world is seemingly at the behest of Catholic nations and global power. And now our borders and children are in the hands of some of the most deadly, perverted, and dangerous men humanity has ever seen. All we need now are some UFO interdimensional beings to arrive from the stars and tell us that these guys, that this Pope is right. All we need now is a unification of the stars and of the Jesuits. And what we will have is a fulfillment of revelation. But we'll have to cover that on another time on another soul trap. In the meantime, there's something deadly going on at the borders. And it is the Jesuits. The men in black robes have taken over. Oh, my God.